Good evening, Rabbi Yisai. We're here in Perigimel in the second set of sevens here and explaining why we need the Horus HaTayra, why we need the aspect of the obligation that the Tayra gives us in addition and above even that that the Seichel, the intellect itself, would bring one to Avayda HaSashem. And listen to this reason, an interesting reason here is the Ashlishi. If you only leave it up to intellect, that is not all-encompassing. It's not going to encompass every person who really is obligated to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Why? Because not everybody as bright as is the next person. The fact of life is that not everybody is as wise or intelligent as the next person. And is we're talking about millions of people in the world, and Hashem says, I need something that's going to guide people directly that will be the same for everybody. The same source of obligation to everybody. In others, we only leave it up to the intellect. Well, some people will get it right, others will not. Because some people are not so bright. Some people are smarter than others. But the fact that the Torah obligates us to serve HaKadosh Baruch that's Koyleles, that encompasses Kol Mayish the That's one size fits all. Even though, as he says right away, Even though we understand, not everybody understands and comprehends the Torah and the full obligation the same way also. I mean, just like they were not the same intellect to uh, to understand the obligation on their own, even now that we have the Torah, it's not necessarily everyone's going to understand it in the same depth, depth or the same breadth, the same way also. True. However, over there he gave the marshal that the, the, the Torah is like the sun. And the sun shines the same for everybody, for all of humanity. Now, some people who have a better eyesight are able to see further now that it's bright, now that the sun is shining and giving its light. So people with good eyesight could see very far. People with poor eyesight could see only at a short distance. But the sun is the same for everybody, just it depends in how strong the eyesight of each person is. The same is true with Tyra. The Torah is there for everybody. It's the same Torah. And Hashem wanted to give something uniform for everybody. That should be equal for everybody. Of course, some people have a greater depth, a greater understanding, a greater grasp of Torah, and therefore their obligation will be that much better. But if we only leave it up to the intellect of people, then it's going to be haphazard, it's going to be all over the place, because we don't have one uniform way of teaching. And he explains this himself, because he explains, depending on the intellect and the appreciation that a person has for everything that Hashem does for him, that will really depend on how much he will serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's if you only leave it up to the intellect. But when the Torah is the one who obligates us, oh, so that doesn't switch. That doesn't change. 
It's one uniform plan. Lanar v'labocher. To young people, to middle-aged people, to elderly people, to very wise people, people who are not so bright. And like we find in the Torah itself, and he, he marshals such an interesting raya, such an interesting proof to this point the Chavasavavas uses. Where do I see in the Torah that we want something that it should be a, a uh, message that speaks to everybody from the mitzvah of Hakel? Even though this mitzvah only comes once every seven years. But the Torah makes a point of it that once every seven years, it's actually the uh, the Sukkot after Shemitah, so it would be this coming Sukkot, because this year is Shemitah. And the Torah therefore says, Hakel Esom, gather the nation, Ho'anoshim ve'anoshim ve'ataf, the men, the women, the children, ve'gerach Hashem all the converts amongst you, l'man yishmudu, yishmu'u l'man yilmudu, in order that they hear, in order that they learn. Interesting, even though Chazal tell us it's Anoshim Boin Lilmaid, Noshim Boin Lishmoya, that the men come to learn, the women come to listen and hear, and the Gemara says, Well, what are the children coming? They're just there to give Skar to the parents who are bringing them because they are also infused by this great gathering of all Jews. But we see here that Hashem says, I have this one mitzvah, and it can be all encompassing. To everybody. It's the same commandment. All of you gather. It's true. The men will gather and hear it their way. The women will gather and take it in this way. And even the children in a little different way. But the message is all one to everyone. Similarly, says, You see that the king gets up on a special platform in the courtyard of the Beis Hamikdash. I mean, it must be a tremendous sight. Talking about hundreds of thousands gathered there, and they build this big platform, and the king gets up and he reads the Torah, meets the Mishnah, Mishnah Torah. But here we're reading it to everybody should hear the same Torah, the same message. So that's an important thing that the Ha'ora Seichel, if we would only leave it up to the Seichel, to the intellect, so everybody would have their their own understanding, their own way of expressing that service to Hakadosh Baruch so Hashem says, I need more than that. Let the intellect sort of go once it has a platform, once it has a guide, once it has something that's uniform message to everybody. Everybody hears the same Torah. These are the mitzvahs to do. Now, of course, someone who has a better grasp at even what that Torah's message is, so his mitzvah will be performed in such a greater, greater way. Taking an example, a so beautiful marshal from the altar of Kelm today talking about tefillah. He says, you know when you give a marshal to tefillah? There are two people who have a store. They sell the exact same merchandise. They buy the exact same amount of merchandise. One of them goes into his store, opens up the store in the morning, starts looking through his merchandise, counts them, makes sure they're all there, closes up shop and goes home. Doesn't really make so much money that day. Doesn't make any money that day. The other fellow opens up his store, 
has his merchandise there and he's selling his merchandise. And he becomes wealthy from that. Now they all had the same merchandise. But obviously, the one who just looked at it and counted it and made sure it's there doesn't get anything from it. So the altar of Kelm says we could use this marshal for different people who daven. One person, he has all the same brachas as uh, the other person. Two people, they have the exact same amount of brachas in Shemana the exact same tefillah, it's all there. One of them just counts all the brachas. He, yep, I see this bracha, I know what this means, I know what that one means, I know what that one means. And he can even be cognizant and concentrate on the words of Shemana And he knows the translation of the words. But that person, what does he go away? He doesn't certainly doesn't go away wealthy from tefillah. But the person who he gets into the tefillah and he takes it and he makes something out of it, like the marshal of the person selling his merchandise, he makes something out of it and he makes sure to give it to the customers. Then now he has even more than he started with. That person gets into tefillah, connects with the bracha. He's not going to do all nineteen every day every tefillah, but let him start with one. Make one sale. You make one sale. You've, you've made money for the day. You take one brock of Shemun You make something of it. You think about it. You connect with it. You've, you've become wealthy in that respect. So even though it's all the same tefillah, but people can approach it differently. But Hashem says, let me give them all the same. Let me give all the same Torah. Then, in accordance to the, the wisdom or the intellect of each person, they'll be able to then use that Torah to take it further. Now, Varavi, let's do one more here. Varavi, Kimminia, you do what that is known. Ki avoidas beneodem, chayoben boem kifi, malas tatevas ale. This we've spoken out already in other places in Chavis Avavis. It's a theme that he repeats quite a few times. And that is the obligation of every person is in accordance with the goodness and the kindness that Akaj Borku bestows upon him. Not only that, in each generation, for example, you know, uh, they say they that go back a few hundred years, even the, the king who was tremendously wealthy, I know you talk about the king of Spain, yeah? tremendously wealthy and powerful person, but he didn't have running water in his house. He didn't have a bathroom in his palace. He also, like every like everybody else, just like the common folk, had to go outside to the outhouse. And nowadays, everybody has, in civilized places, everybody has running water, everyone has plumbing in their house, something they would have never have dreamed of 500 years ago, right? So that also obligates us to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu even more so. Of what we have today, as the generations go on and change, what we have today that they didn't have then. So that continues to shift and to to evolve. Or people who have specific teva, specific kindness that a person has. And therefore their obligation to serve Hashem is greater and increased more than somebody else. Interesting, he says, that you wouldn't know just from Seichel. Why not? Why wouldn't I know just from Seichel? Says the Chavazavovitz, 
we have to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu, not only what happened to us today, not only that we, we made the bus on time, not only that the paycheck came, not only all these things, but even things that happened to us specifically as the Jewish nation, that happened to us in history, that too we have to thank Hashem for. And indeed, in our davening, we do thank Hashem. It's part of, part of our davening is, we thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu still for the Kriyas Yamsuf that he took us out of Mitzrayim, that he fed us man in the, in the Midbar. We mentioned these things in davening and benching throughout. That we wouldn't know just from intellect. We wouldn't know that we have this obligation to go back then. We won't know that would, would even what happened. So therefore we have the Torah writes about it. Hashem says, you have more of an obligation, the fact that you are descendants of those who were taken out of Mitzrayim, who were fed in the Midbar, who were given the Mun, who went there with Yisrael. Where do we know this from? So he cites a Pesach. We would only know this obligation that we're, it's incumbent upon us more than other people, more than other nations, to thank Hashem. As it says in the Pesach in Parshas Yisrael, you yourselves saw, you saw what I did for you in Mitzrayim. You saw I put you on the wings of eagles. I brought you to me. If you listen and accept my voice, what I'm telling you, you keep my covenant. It continues itself. The more we serve Hashem, because of our obligations, Hashem says, I'll give you more reason to serve me because of more obligations, because I'll give you more good. That's the way it works. A beautiful idea that that Rapinkus explains in a, a, a pretty enigmatic Gemara. Gemara said that by the Simchas Beis HaShayeva, during Chalamayit Sukkis, we find that many great Tanoim, who lived in the time of the Beis Hamikdash, they used to do these very interesting, fascinating feats. They used to juggle. Rabbi Gamliel would juggle knives, eight knives, and this one would juggle cups of wine that were full. Amazing how the uh, the Gemara describes it. This is what they would do. What's the idea? Juggling. So you explain what is the idea of juggling. Generally, you throw one thing up and it comes down, you catch it. You throw another thing up, it comes down, you catch it. He says the idea behind this, the remez is that they're expressing that, that uh, thanks to HaKadosh Baruch Hu for all of the goodness that they have for Hashem. But that's the way it works. It's, it keeps coming. The more we send back up our thanks, the more it comes down back to us. That's the way it works. That's what they were expressing with this juggling Thing. They weren't just trying to be clowns, chas v'shalom, just people to have a good time. They were sending a very deep message over here. That's the idea of juggling. Now, why is it knives and why is it wine? That's for a different time. But the idea, what they were trying to show is that's the way it works with all of us, with, with all of the tables that we have. The more we have, the more we're able to thank Hashem. The more we thank Hashem, the more Hashem gives back to us. And then it 
the cyclical system. They were able to keep thanking Hashem, and then He continues to give us more. Agutenacht.